Hey, Jess. What's going on? What are you doing? I'm just about to jump into the Zoom. Oh, really? Because if I'm not mistaken, the um the the invite said it started at twelve forty five, and it's 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 twelve fifty one. I'm late. I'm always late because I'm always on the phone. Yeah, the I, we've already started the show without you, and you're currently on the show right now. So. Oh, fuck, am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hump day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. Let's get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Right. <laughs> Georgie, bro. He's done it again. It's hump day replay. And we are out of... Oh, that was a nice dab there, Wow. Jess. Good energy today, today guys. Because we Great are energy. out of lockdown officially. How does Yay! it feel? There we go. We're here. We've done it. Congratulations oh. to uh, all of Melbourne. And congratulations to our team here, Jess, Mason and Grace. And our returning guest, Hayden Dibb. Another applause. Thank here he is. Much. Thank you very much, George. Welcome. <laughs> Glad to be back. Oh, good to have you. How's are you on the beers yet? <laughs> I am not on the beers. I am actually. I think when you you messaged me and were like, "What do you want to talk about on this podcast?" I was like, <laughs> "I don't know," because there's just there's so much going on, but there's nothing going on. Yeah, so, a lot to like, take in. There's, there's 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 so much. So I'm not drinking alcohol at the moment. Um, I'm on a very much of a health kick, doing doing what I need to do to, to, to stay fit and live past 25. Um, <laughs> I mean, you are smashing the smoothies. It did, out, yes. it did look like a whiskey glass with a smoothie in it. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a whiskey glass with a smoothie in it. Um, okay. I'm not going to lie. The colour looks as shit as, as it does in that camera. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. What, That's what Mason's smoothies what do, look yeah, like. Yeah, no, they do, especially when you <laughs> leave yeah. them for hours. Mason's what do, what have you put good, in though. there? It's purple. Um, oh, banana, no? banana, <laughs> oat milk, spinach, Blueberries and pineapple. Oh, just Yum. just a quick thing on the oat milk. Where, what brand? Because I've been I looking into the oat milk. I don't know. Okay. What's the benefit I don't, of oat, I don't, oat I don't milk? I don't know. Uh, I think it's a little less sweet than like almond and soy. And I think it's better for you. I mm. can't. don't have the facts to back that up. Also quite cheap to make it yourself. It is a good option um, that I've looked into it. But Yeah, but are you making oat milk yourself? Well, are you, you need milking the oats? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. So what you do is it's very easy. You put it in a blender with water and you just blitz it and then you get is a nut it? bag. Yep, Yuck. that's it. And then and then all you got to do is get a nut bag and <laughs> let it filter through the nut bag. And a what? Is that, what do you oak. need? So you need oat milk, uh, a blender and a nut bag. You don't you have one of those lying around? Hayden? What the fuck's a nut bag? I don't have nut, I just don't have nut bags lying around. I've got one. I've got one nut bag lying. It's not really lying around. It's 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 on my nuts bag. Yeah. No, you get a nuts bag. I so wait, hold the phone. Are you yeah. still getting the carbs out of the oats? Because that is a waste of carbs, if that's the case. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, oh, I, l- listen to... What, like are oat, what are you, a dietitian? Yeah, it like is. oat milk, it's oat is good. Soothing. Yeah, it is, yeah. No, that's yeah. very true because so the shampoo eat? that we use on, on Abby, my dog, is it's got active oatmeal in it, yeah, which helps really. calm her sensitive skin. What's yeah. inactive oat milk? Oat, active oatmeal. I, oh, okay. yeah. I don't know okay. what active oat milk would be. Activated oat milk? You've got activated almonds. That's a thing. I don't understand. What's what so that activated? Is. is it like a PR stunt for almonds? <laughs> yeah, what is activated? <laughs> Jess? Activated Jess? Jess? What is activated <laughs> PR? What is uh, activated uh, almonds. Activated almond. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Have you got it, Jess? 
But it's, it's all it's saying is how they're made. I want to know why what they're acting like. Yeah. Activated what it, I think it might. I think it might mean some sort of fermentation process. Yeah. Mm. Maybe so, like that. Yeah, so I think when you have activated almonds or anything activated, it starts to build bacteria, which is good for the gut. So I think mm-hmm. that's what it might be. Well, As opposed I mean, to them doing like 10,000 steps a day. Well, no. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Well, it does say activation Basically. occurs when raw nuts have been soaked in water for a period of time, uh, yeah. usually a minimum of 7 to 24 hours. And then this nut soaking stimulates nut, nut soaking sounds so beautiful well here you go. It, it stimulates early germination and sprouting within the nut that's what happens when i soak my nuts okay. <laughs> when you activate your nuts hey soaking my nuts I, i'm soaking my nuts like at least on the daily okay. nice nice i mean it still sounds pretty gross oat, oh. oat milk homemade oat milk just sounds yeah. real watery Mm. Uh, to be honest, it just tastes it tastes like water. You know the leftover water in the in your porridge or the leftover milk, it tastes like that. Yuck. Mm. Who's making porridge with water? Is that what you do? I guess so. You can make it with, with water. Uh, yeah. I mean it you depends can. if you want the calves from the milk or not. <laughs> Jess. Waste <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of carbs. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> this food check's making. How is the carb <laughs> carb cutting going, Jess? Um Good. I haven't had a carb in say ten weeks. Jeez. Mm, I mean, I've had carbs. I've just I'm not having like um. A lot. What do you call Red. it? Uh, uh, yeah, like naughty carbs. Like complex. Cro- yeah, cr- complex. Thank you, Grace. Hang on, complex carbs are good carbs, aren't they? You just oh, want okay. simple carbs. I don't want right? the bad. Car- I don't want whatever's in the a croissant simple, and simple bread. Carbs, and simple carbs are white bread. I think this just became the most like, <laughs> ill-informed <laughs> nutritional podcast <laughs> yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, pod- yeah. carbs. <laughs> carbs? So, I don't know. What, yeah, what, what are carbs? What are carbs? Are you in ketosis? Are you in ketosis, Jess? Ketosis, no. not ketosis. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> be not a fucking I'm spell from protein. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Ketosis. Most of us seen Harry Potter either, so he has no idea what we're talking about. No. God, Mason, no, no. you find new ways to disappoint me every week. I'm with, I'm with I know. Grace, what are you doing? Hayden, G- I've GB, tried. Strap him to a chair. <laughs> and ketosis him. Put him in, yeah. into ketosis. And <laughs> I reckon Harry Potter has been on the TV in my house like 20 times during lockdown. Literally every weekend when we're hungover. It's uh, so good. Chloe and Hannah, they'd go, oh, let's watch Harry Potter. I was like, I watched it last week. And it's just I reckon it's oh. one of the most overrated movies of you all time. You haven't seen it. Yeah, you can't say you that, mate. No, don't I can't have seen the trailer. No, you... Oh, shut up. That means nothing. <laughs> shut up. This is what I have to <laughs> do with on a daily. Nuts. Go soak some more nuts. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you just say go milk more nuts? Like, because that's, that's, what, it. he, it's, that's no. what he needs to do. <laughs> Right, well, Hayden, yeah, I did message you the other day saying, what do you want to talk about? And like you said earlier, there's not much going on. Uh, We haven't got that much stuff to talk about, really. So, new segment for Hump Day Replay. Love it. It's called Scraping the Barrel. Oh. Is there a fancy, like, like tune for it or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, thanks. So, before the show, Mace and I will, you know, go through a list of things and, and try and build out a little bit of a run sheet of topics that happened on the daily talk show and that we can talk about and and we come up with a bunch of ideas and then we sort of drag them across and then fill out the run sheet mm. and we thought look 
there's a, there's lots that don't make it on, and they're not the best topics really. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we thought fitting for me. Let's yeah. talk about nothing. So uh, the way it works <laughs> is you, you get to choose between. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say about my ball sack? <laughs> Enough ball sack talk, please. <laughs> Nutsack, Jess. A lot of yeah, Jeff. Yeah, no, no, mind out of the gutter. Let's rein in the nut, nut soaking and nut sacks. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's just been a week for it because I've been also talking about Josh and Tommy's as well this week for about an their ad. Balls. Oh, yeah. balls. Oh, oh yeah. Manscaping. Scaped. Jess. Manscaped. Didn't Manscaped. you talk about balls on um, Weekend Banter Mace? Sure did. Yep. There we go. Yep. It's a yep. ball week. Ball talk week. about my lack it's of balls. Well, yeah. You guys need yeah. to get out a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> we can now. <laughs> Thank God. Sorry. Just in time. <laughs> Sorry, George. Um, that's right. So, so the way it works is you get to choose between two topics that didn't make the run sheet and we'll Ooh. talk about one of them, okay? Amazing. So it's got its own opener. I saw it coming. I saw emptiness and tragedy. Run sheet was average, our content was thin, so the barrel we have to scrape. Seen better days. Okay, we have seen better days. <laughs> Should have been the name it. of the segment, Seen so Better Days. <laughs> seen Better Days, yeah. Well, that can be that can be the new name once we uh, continue. So good. All right, so the topics that you get to choose from, Dib, uh, pizza chat. Or clean your seat. It's up to you. Can I have a bit of context behind either no. of them? No, you just have to f- off gut, gut feeling. That do you want to talk pe- about pizza or do you want to talk about the campaign that Josh is running? Clean oh, seat, hashtag let's, clean go, seat. let's go pizza. Let's go pizza. Pizza? <laughs> oh, really? Do you reckon? Oh, Mason's is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, we're scraping the barrel, but can we at least scrape the best part of the barrel? <laughs> yeah, what, Mace? George yeah. asked me, not you. <laughs> All right, I'm the guest. Okay, and I want to talk about fucking pizza. pizza chat. It is okay. All right, everyone, here we go. Great choice. You've picked pizza chat from episode 891. Enjoy. I'm the crust monster in this house. Yeah, I'll eat the crusts. Bodie hates crusts. I love crusts. What I'll pizza place anyone. are you going to nowadays? There's one at the end of my street. It's fucking mm. phenomenal. It is ridiculous. Is it easy to? Because I remember um, my dad refused. Uh, he said that margarita isn't a real pizza. We won't allow margarita pizzas. That it was a waste. I just want to know what his pizza is then. If that's not, if that's uh, a he waste. was always like a supremo. That fucking thing's got everything. It's got like, dude, what's it got? Um, it's a thing that you like. A, uh, it's a fish. It's like a fish. It's got like a tail. Oh, it's oh, 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 gone blank. Um, oh, Jesus! Not calamari. <laughs> Having it, <clears throat> no, no. You have it. You have it in a salad. It's got a fucking tail. Quote what do you think dad. it was? What do you think it was, Dib? Anchovies. Mm. Believe it or not, you're actually wrong. He was Scallops? talking about prawns. No, he's talking about prawns. What? I've never had prawn in a salad before, but is it anchovies well, or anchovies? Anchovies. Ketosis. <laughs> anchovies. Anchovies. I reckon. Anchovies. I reckon anchovies. people in the UK call it anchovies. Hairy fish. Well, I lived in the UK and they didn't. <laughs> I, they say, I don't remember that either. 
but yeah. I love anchovies. Oh, so isn't margarita just like a? <laughs> sorry, what was no. that, George? So sorry, can we get back to this whole like Josh's dad not thinking that a margarita is a real pizza? Isn't it like one of the what best you get yeah, in like, and it's like authentic That's like the traditional, OG. yeah, pizza in mm. Italy. Yeah, it's so. outrageous. Mm. A supreme is not a real pizza. <laughs> yeah. That's a piece of bread with everything on it. <laughs> <laughs> Clean out your fridge. <laughs> what is what is your favourite pizza dip? Um, if I'm like, it's got to be like traditional. Like I love like Margarita. Por- pork and fennel sausage. Like oh, is a really good one. Um, and yeah, like a basic margarita. But like margaritas, are sh- are, I think considered like not that great because when you put them on like a shit piece of bread with shit cheese mm. and like a shit tomato sauce, it's like all these bland elements that could be really good. But when you put them on amazing bread, use really high quality cheese and make a good tomato sauce, there's nothing better yeah. than that. Fresh basil as well. Yeah. Mm. So good. Yeah, yum. Mm. <laughs> um, Jess, do you remember the other day when I asked you for pizza advice? Nope. <laughs> Obviously not. Chat. Good chat. Good chat. <laughs> really scraping the barrel. I was like <laughs> I was like, pizza recommendation. And you oh, gave yeah. me you gave me Clogs? the best recommendations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you for remembering. Uh, yeah, I did, me, didn't I? Do you remember what you gave me? I gave you three options from different types of pizza joints here. Yeah. Can we can we list those off? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I need some advice as well. So if you're after a kind of more expensive but kind of dirty pizza from crust like my favorite oh, yeah. wrong peri peri <laughs> wrong is uh, crust dirty pizza yeah well it's, it's like, not it's like pizza pre- at all it's no it's primo not pizza dirty primo dirty and mm-hmm. then if you just want traditional dirty uh hawaiian or marg and then uh the like the wood fire style like baby is prosciutto and the um rocket cheese mozzarella and rocket oh, and that prawn. kind of stuff <laughs> no, Who no, buys pizza from crust? I am obsessed with crust. I will really? get like two half halves just for myself because What's I want peri peri. I want barbecue. <laughs> I want. Is that a complex carb? <laughs> yeah, it is. And I tell you, what, I can't wait to smash. Two they pizzas. actually do a really good um lamb one. I'm pretty sure the with, like, a truffle truffle mayo. So good. Oh my god. Yeah. That doesn't sound naughty, uh, dirty to me. <laughs> Lamb it's and then the other one truffle is mayo. the truffle vegetable, mayo vegetable one. <laughs> a bit naughty. <laughs> yeah. But are they, where are good pizza joints in Melbourne? Okay. Mason's, Mason's, Mason's going to taste, uh. take me. Can, oh, just quickly, uh, Dib, you'll be all over this. We, Grace and I drove out to the Dandenong Ranges mm-hmm. and on the way back, we went past Glenny Kebabs. And Why did you think I'd be all over that, mate? Well, just because, no, <laughs> no, 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 explain yourself. Explain yourself. You let's 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 you break this down. Let's break this down. No, no. Why did you think? You know why? I'd be all over it because this why? is why you're all no, over no, it. No, because no, no. you did a yep. video with TJ on that's not what I'm talking about. Kebabs. That's not and what I'm talking Lenny, about. And you know where the best kebab places are. And why? So, why? Why do I know where the best because kebab you admitted places it are? In the video, you admitted it in the video. You said I. Yeah, but why do you think I admitted it? Because you know, yeah, because you love kebabs. You're dancing around the fact that I'm Arab. <laughs> See, Jess, Jess said it straight out. You're what, racist. So you should, you is Glenny Kebabs legit? Like, is that is that a famous place? Because I yeah, told Grace right. this is the best place in Melbourne. No, and I didn't know it. <laughs> and I didn't. And I didn't know. It's and I was not. like, Oh, have you been there? And he goes, Oh no, I've heard about it though. <laughs> yeah, it's not people, the best kebab people place. People talk in about it. I took Tommy to the best kebab place in Melbourne. What Which was? was it? 
It's um um, <laughs> um <laughs> Melbourne Kebab Station. Melbourne Kebab Station. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Well, there we go. Oh, there we go. That was. And I'm I mean, so hungry. Good to good to start with a bit of pizza chat. <laughs> anyway, now I wish, he's we did, wrong. I wish we did clean your seat now, which is annoying. Let's do clean your okay. seat as well. Why not? Do you reckon? Yeah. That defeats the purpose of the segment. Well, you know, the segment was scraping the barrel anyway. <laughs> so. <True. laughs> All right. Well, this, because this is the first week of the segment, we, we're allowed to do both. <laughs> well, we bring this back every week, George. <laughs> George, you run the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can call the shots. Yeah, <laughs> the shots, mate. I'm not going to force okay, you great. to do anything. But you've got a racist so, on your team and I just <laughs> point that out. <laughs> Come on, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about you, Mace. <laughs> No, Jess right. is racist. That's we know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jess, do you want to reply? <laughs> Don't reply. No it's the presidential no rep- debate all over again. <laughs> you got is, two minutes. <laughs> do a Trump and say I'm the least racist person in this call. <laughs> the virus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's called a plague, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Dib, which, uh, which topic would you like to hear out of pizza chat and clean your seat? Are we just going to cut pizza <laughs> Yeah, we'll just cut pizza all that out. out. We'll, we'll pizza chat up. was great. I liked pizza chat. Yeah. I personally love pizza. Right, we'll, keep it um, well, yeah, let's... Oh, I mean, it's a really hard choice. <laughs> um, but let's go with clean your seat. All right. Great choice. You've picked... Clean your seat. Hashtag clean your seat. From episode... Uh, there's a few. There's three episodes. Enjoy. What's between a couch and your asshole? <laughs> Clothes, underwear Yeah, and so that's the whole thing So it's like If you think about it If you're sitting on a couch We don't do anything for the couch I was I was quoted uh, the other day in saying um, You know, what goes between your asshole and your couch Or whatever I stand by that quote Like it's, we're, we're putting our assholes very close to seats How often, when was the last time you cleaned your seat? Well, I've, I've been quoted twice in the last week about uh, how close your asshole sit is on your couch. Like, I've been doing a whole bit lately around... What do you like, mean? Well, think about how... Hashtag clean your seat. Yeah, clean your seat. We're start, starting a campaign. When was the last time you cleaned your seat, Jack? What with? What with? I don't know. It's just fabric. How do you clean it? <laughs> well, just like fabric. Like, your clothes are fabric. <laughs> Can I just say something? Out yep. of all the podcasts, I don't think this is the one that's scraping the ba- bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Dib, when was the last time you cleaned your seat? <laughs> when was the last time I cleaned my seat? Do you know what? Never cleaned my seat. Never cleaned my seat. Never, never yep. cleaned my seat. You know why? Because I clean my asshole. <laughs> yep. Okay. Great. And and then I wear clean clothes. Mm-hmm. So by the time I sit down, it's all clean. Right. Well, it's and not great for the campaign. We need you to be on board. This but, whole conversation, I'm so bewildered by it because I just I do not see his point of view. I like don't I don't it. I don't see it either. It's what, like what are you on about? Like if you're sitting, okay. Well, smell bare it. Ass smell naked. your seat. Smell your I seat. would. I would literally do it right now. Like. All right. This, all right. Oh, okay. smelling their seat. Oh my, okay. Oh, does it smell like? like smells it delicious. Smells great. It smells like my um, <laughs> it perfume. Smells like my detergent. Oh, nice. It smells like yeah. my okay. pants. <laughs> and my pants are um, clean. Can I? Okay, one as you've uh, pointed out, Hados, uh, 
you clean your butthole. Two, it's generally like suctioned hey, into just, your it's cheeks, clean your butthole. so you're not like fucking sitting flat on your butthole. Are you clenching? Like touching it. Well, no, <laughs> you have had it on your butt. You have butt. as well. Been clenching since I sat down for this. <laughs> your asshole doesn't sit flush yes. to the seat. Like it's that's sure. it's that's it, encapsulated yeah. in your cheeks. Then you've mm. got your layer of knickers. Mm-hmm. And if you're a girl, sometimes you might wear a G-string and it's like fully like... It's you know what? Right I don't like that you've <laughs> insinuated that men can't wear G-strings. This, sorry. Oh, wow. Borat star. I forgot. My bad. And then you wear clothes like jeans or leggings as I've got mm-hmm. on. And then, yeah. Arguments for Josh's side that what if you have been exercising and you're all sweaty and you sit down on the couch? Oh, uh, yeah. That's fair. Like, either you're going to go into shitting yourself. No. And then also for JJ, what if you have too much magnesium? <laughs> <laughs> Can we not stick up for JJ I, in this scenario? Because I, he's I said JJ. I just, I just don't understand <laughs> why this is a topic of conversation at so, all. So, so is, that, is, that a, is that a no to being a campaign ambassador then? <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, unless, unless there's... A, uh, no, no. You're not going to be the ambassador. Actually, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't endorse. I can't endorse Josh for this. Endorse Josh Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't I, do I'm it. I'm a fan, Josh. If you're listening. Grace, what were you going to say? No, so you, didn't this all start because Josh did the online Woolies order and he got mm-hmm. the free, the free clean your Febreze seat stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I asked my friend who works at Woolies, I said, is this a thing that actually happens? And he was like, no, we don't do that at our store. So it must have been a primo store that Josh and Bree oh, shop wow. from. Yeah. I would understand mistake. cleaning your couch because you should clean your couch because it yeah. gets dust. And, and mm. the thing, though, it's not your asshole that's the issue. It's the stuff that you pick up when you're sitting, if you go to a park or you are on the street and stuff. It's like the mm. germs and, that are touching you there. And it, another thing as well, it's like how often is your nose that close to where you're sitting? Exactly. That it's and ever going to matter. Mm-hmm. Like people well, sleeping on couch, the couch. Well, our couch, we have stuff. a... We have like a big blanket over our seats and we do wash that every now and then. Have you smelt it? Have you you smelt it before a wash? Yeah, we've got like a giant like throw that just, because it's a pretty ugly couch. So you just cover the whole thing with it and um, wash that every now and then. This is why people have um, couch covers, like those plastic things. Yeah. Should we get Josh one of those? That's some woggy stuff. Yeah, it is. Like a bit of plastic. Yeah. Happy birthday. Plastic grab everything in his apartment. Um, speak, uh, Borat was a good film. Have you guys seen Borat? <laughs> good, seg- good segue. <laughs> well, Top Grace segue. brought it up before. Uh, just remind um, me. No, Jess I brought it up. Jess brought it up. Did you? I oh, yeah. know. Who's seen it? Who's actually seen it? Haven't I seen watched it, it the other night. I've I seen the new it. one. It was really good. I'm not the biggest fan of Sacha Baron Cohen. Why? So I just don't really like him. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like me and Harry Potter. <laughs> No, you haven't watched Harry Potter. <laughs> I've seen Borat. So you can't comment on it. <laughs> no, no, I hey. think some of his stuff is funny, but I think that sometimes he goes a little bit too far. Racially um, or? Racially. And mm. I think it's like, especially when the stuff he was doing in the US with like, try, he, like he makes money out of um, making fun of minorities that the liberals don't like already. So it's like, he just is just a pylon. So it's it's hard to... It's hard to kind of support anything he does when he's doing the one thing that, as liberals and left left leaning, we don't like anyone doing. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I understand that. Yeah, but he I think some, some of his stuff is funny. 
he brings out just the most crazy like highlights the most ridiculous things though mm. from those yeah uh, but I think his older stuff is so like I love Ali G like Ali mm. G is like one of my favourite I dressed up as Ali G for my 18th birthday <laughs> what if I can find a photo yeah that'd be yeah. hilarious yeah, yeah send us a photo we'll put it up I've seen up. Ali G neither oh really it's, that's OG it's one that's of my right. favourite Ali G segments of all time he goes to a farm and he's like, he's like asking how chickens lay eggs, and he's like asking if it comes out of their assholes. <laughs> and, and, and the guy's like, no, they like lay it through their like you know, uh, the chickens' parts. And he's like, what? He's like, you mean to tell me that eggs come from the punani? That's disgusting. (laughs) 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 And it's just like the best fucking, the best segment ever because he's just so confused about, he's been eating chickens his whole, eggs his whole life and he doesn't know where they come from. (laughs) That was a good accent. Mm. It was very good. You did well. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) You chav. Another, so we've got another, um, segment for the for the show mm-hmm. this one was donated nicely from tommy uh, we really are scraping the barrel yeah. today <laughs> <laughs> i i feel honored i feel privileged yeah, <laughs> guess to you and mason uh it's called out of context quotes mm. and so this is also has its own opener no it's not what i said don't take me out of context <laughs> it's a good snippet just out of context out of context quotes Beautiful. That's over to you, Mason. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've gone through a bunch of our episodes and the quotes that we've done for them. And Dib, what? Oh, should we do for everyone? Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Okay, everyone. Great. I've picked out the quotes and I'm going to read them out. And I want you guys to guess who said it, and then the the context of the quote. Okay. Okay. Great. So I've got three. The first one, I don't want to be going to a fucking doctor that's going to tell me that I can't have Uber Eats. Fuck off. Is that so, so is it someone in this call? No, no. That's so be. Josh. Yeah. That's so Josh. <laughs> that's so that's so Josh, Josh in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> it's Josh. Yeah. And the context? Oh, talking about Uber Eats. Oh, was it around like, when you know how before his 30th he wanted to like, be in the best shape of his life and everything. And so he wanted to go maybe get vitals checked like, you know, you did, Hayden. Yeah. But he thought the doctor would tell him to not eat, to stop having overheats. I feel like Josh <laughs> does that. I feel like, yeah. Josh, I feel like Josh falls into this like every six months though. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is when he had his swollen glands that he went uh, on. Went oh. on and he, um, he did a telehealth with the doc and corrected at him. <laughs> and then he was talking about it on the show and Jess, uh, Jess, sorry, Brie was, Brie went to the doctor and the doctor said, um, you guys should be cooking instead of ordering Uber Eats all the time. Um, <laughs> and so Josh has now a pushback on every doctor he sees. So, Well, that's healthy. <laughs> 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 all right. <clears throat> this is quote two. A zucchini does a lot when it's in the oven. Roasted with some sea salt and pepper, rather than when it's steamed. Oh, I know. George, did you've done no, it was George? Tommy. I think it was Tommy. It was one of my favourite moments. Grace, 
I reckon it's you. I reckon you've said this, Mace. This was TJ. Okay. And it was in relation to the best way to cook a zucchini, which I said, you don't eat zucchini unless it's pan fried or a zoodle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was The only two ways. Hilarious. Dib, as a chef, what do you reckon? Um, uh, I don't mind. I'll eat zucchini, however. It was, Cabin, um, would you roast it? Yeah, roast it, pan fry it, do whatever. It's like it's From it's a, a beautiful vegetable. A very versatile vegetable. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So versatile. Versatile. Tommy they were doing uh just shout outs, random shout outs one episode and Tommy said, I just want to shout out uh salmon and zucchini. <laughs> pan fry, chuck it in the oven, fifteen that, minutes. I actually done. had I actually had um, zucchini and salmon like yesterday for lunch. Really? Um so it's yummy. Shout out salmon and zucchini. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last one. I'm a big cat kind of guy. Josh, George, Josh, Josh. Oh, okay. Josh, Josh, but also I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a big cat kind of guy? I'm a big cat, cat kind of guy. guy. Mm. Sure, Josh Not is a big cat, big cat mm. kind of guy. Sure, yeah. That was in Josh loves to Tiger King. Yeah, he loves mm. exotic animals. Did he like <laughs> Tiger King? <laughs> was that Josh? Yeah, Did yeah. He? JJ. Yeah, he liked it. I'm pretty sure. Got around it. Wow, Tiger King was so long ago. <laughs> it was. I can't like believe that it was this year. year. Yeah. It was the first <laughs> thing Mason and I watched together, actually. What you oh. <laughs> that was actually very cute, yeah. Did you watch <laughs> it on... Oh, you actually <laughs> together in the same room. No, no, no Netflix, no, Netflix, no, no. Netflix party. Netflix virtual I was going to say, yeah. what's cuter oh, wow. than watching a homosexual <laughs> tiger wrangler <laughs> who's sleeping with two first straight date. redheads? <laughs> <laughs> it actually so how did was. That, how did that work? Did you guys go, we're going to watch... Was it was it a marathon? We were on video chat together. <laughs> What's going yeah. on? I think, I think we just discussed that it was ever you know everyone was watching it, so we decided to watch it. Bang and then yeah, we were just mm-hmm. um, we were just like, oh, we'll just watch a couple of episodes. I think we watched like three, what the first night, and then did a few others the other night. And yeah, we that would have been FaceTime. That would have been our during it. That would have been our first or maybe our second FaceTime that we mm. did that. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Anything. And come up which was like a bit of a red flag like yeah mason oh, giggling at the grace red flag getting getting abused or something <laughs> mason was like she carol baskin killed her husband and yes. grace is like no she didn't <laughs> I should wait know wait wait that's this is a good question mace do you think carol baskin killed her husband Oh. Took too long, Grace. Yeah, um, we we kind of both agreed that. Oh, they're we, we now. They're we now. <laughs> you know, we are. No, but, she's answering oh, for him. That's cute. That's so but cute. At the, at the moment, we're both like, yeah, we both kind of think that she did kill her husband. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> That's a great impression. <laughs> You're very you good at impressions. Harold Baskin, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We need to record that as a little, <laughs> so I can play it as a soundbite. That was great. That was so good. Anyway, sorry to do Put your that. head in a jar, <laughs> bitch. Is he still in jail? He'll be yes. there for a while. Yeah, hey? he's, he's still in yeah. jail. Yeah. How long? A long time. Do you reckon he, he got like cashed up from that years. doco, though? Do you reckon he got cash from that? Probably had a lot of debt, though, to pay off. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, that he lost all his that money. Was, mm-hmm. all I just can't believe that Carol ended up with all of his tigers. What Isn't she on dip? Dancing with the Stars at the moment yes, in America? Yes, she is. is she? How fucking crazy is that? Crazy. Oh, it is. That's Here bizarre. We go. That is that's bizarre. She's I'm watching Carol well. Baskin's Guess Samba. She danced to the first song. What was it? It was the, I Have the oh Tiger. My. No. <laughs> you, know, really? you know what else? I'm actually just looking at Carol Baskin's Samba and it's... um. Uh, is it bad? 
No, no, no. What's the um? Oh no, this is not good. Oh, it's, it's the um. Simba, Lion King. Oh, that. Circle of Life. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle of Life. <laughs> um, can and we she's do something? Dressed up as a as a, as a tiger as well. Can we do something collectively? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can we all chip in to get Carol Baskin on cameo to shout out the Daily Talk Show? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is she on camera? Like, I'll chip in. I yeah, want. She's on yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. That's how, how, much, how much does she cost? I don't, oh, she'd be 800, she'd be, I reckon. Now that she's on Dancing oh, Stars. Oh, so, no, no. I so don't to, think she's that much. To chat, it says 19.99. To request, <laughs> what does request mean? Get a video, I'm pretty sure. Ah, yeah. uh, okay, sure. That's that, 300 um, bucks. What I mean, 300 bucks, if we all put like 50 bucks in, 60 bucks, yeah. I, three, I think it'd be well worth it. Actually, we just need one more person to put 50 bucks in, and that's 300. Great. Is this USD, Mace, or? Yeah, or yeah, you can just, <laughs> just, you can just put up a picture and then I can be like, hey, how are you cats and kittens? She's 500 bucks. For the no, Christmas party. It for, why is it 500? Oh, for when you convert to AUD? Yeah, it's 500 bucks, but it's $30 to get her to message. So what if we just got like a random, her to like send a message in the middle of a voice daily message? talk. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's just a DM. A voice message would be kind of cool. 20 though. bucks for a DM is outrageous. Yeah. $30 for a DM. You should set yeah. up an OnlyFans Guys, account. Who? Me? Carol Baskin. <laughs> if I set up a cameo, <laughs> will you guys pay to have me... Um, are you impersonating? Is that what you're doing? Huh? Is, are you going to impersonate? Is that what you're going to do? No, I'll just be myself. How much will you right. charge? I reckon I'm sitting in about like the... $15 to about $35 mark for a video. Okay. And then the, the 5 to 10 for a DM. A DM. <laughs> yeah. 10 bucks for a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that guy can make some money. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. you are famous now. <laughs> yes, does Tully, have a, does Tully have cameo? That's a good point. I don't even know what cameo is. I actually don't know what you guys are talking it's about. Like it's <laughs> yeah, like a... Yeah, sounds great. Did Let's you see that? <laughs> did everyone... Did everyone actually see that? Like, while we were having this discussion, she just was, like, zoned out. Look. Just doing emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Email. Just, That's just so rude, Googling. Jess. I'm not doing... Just, I'm just, literally looking at Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Carol fucking yeah, Baskin. Cameo, Cameo Jess is a... Um, it's a site where you can, like, pay famous people to do shout-outs, basically. I know... Oh, cool. I know one yeah. of Joe's songs from Tiger King. Bullshit. Which one? Really? On guitar. Oh, on guitar? Yeah, I know how to play it. I'd pay $35 for that. Can you play it for us? <laughs> I can. Just let me, I'm just I haven't played in a while, so I'm just going to like um I'm going to find the the track. The, the track. Are you going to play it through? Are we going to get taken down? No, no, you won't get taken down. That's no, cover. <laughs> Can't get cancelled. Oh, it's a cover. Oh, what is it called? It's called Sora Tiger. That's what it's called. I saw Tiger, yeah. I, I saw a Tiger. Wait. Ooh, Jess, a, duet. Oh, oh, harmonies. Ooh. Harmonies. Wait, wait. I mean, he's cool. Here we go, he's getting his guitar. Yeah, oh, you've just found cameo, Jess. All right, here we go. Need this money, but... Isn't... The Daily Talk Show's on there, aren't they? No, not oh. anymore. They were, though, for a bit. Oh, yeah, because didn't they interview... Didn't they interview someone who worked at... Yeah, um, the chick from Cameo. cameo. But um, Ryan John actually set them up with a cameo, but <laughs> it was free. So you could get free shout outs and I think they're just like, nah, this, oh. is, this is bullshit. <laughs> all right. right. Here we go. Tell all the hunters, 
lay down their guns tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love let them roam the jungle let them roam their lands stand back and marvel what a beautiful cat cause I saw a tiger now I understand I saw a tiger and a tiger saw a man nice <laughs> lyrics oh, yes. well done I didn't do everybody. <laughs> that country so music. Fuck that, that bitch. <laughs> yeah, you do love country music. We talked about it last I time. Lo- I, I like, you You have no idea how like much I listen to country music. Like it's, it scares people. <laughs> <laughs> I back it. It's beautiful. Morgan Wallen. Check Morgan Wallen out. Seven Summers. Bit of Chris Stapleton. Seven. Beautiful. Um, we've got we've got uh, Luke Combs. There's my boy. There's my boy Luke Combs right there. <laughs> what you actually know, Luke Combs personally? Yeah, that, that's my boy, man. We 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 uh we out in the ba- out back drinking cold beer lights and stuff. <laughs> you sound like Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Real country voice. Loved it. Loved it, Hayden. Thank uh, you. You're a creative guy. I am. Um. Did you guys know, so this next bit that I wanted to play is actually from throwback to episode 19. Wow. Uh, And Josh is a creative guy, as we know. And he talks about, I mean, he hasn't spoken about it for a while, but remember when he was going to write a memoir and write a book? Mm. He was wanting to write a book about creativity Mm. and getting over creative blocks. And each Mm. page was going to be a different strategy of generating ideas basically yeah and uh and so he wrote a little bit and this is from episode 19 he got tommy to to read out a little bit read it as if you are on audible so i want you to say make more stuff written by josh jansen this is audible (laughs) random house audio presents (laughs) who's that make more stuff written by josh jansen spoken by tommy jacket what are you waiting for the stars to align, the perfect opportunity, maybe the perfect friend to collaborate with, the right weather, the right mood, or just the right idea. What if you stopped waiting? What if you set out to make more stuff? Not perfect stuff or good stuff, just stuff. Maybe you think there's enough stuff already in the world, and if you're going to make stuff, it better be the best stuff out there. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That's just great. about putting stuff out there. So just put stuff out there. Exactly. So, what are some ways that we could, uh, you know, what are some ways that you get through a, a block in a day? I mean, a lot of people say that creative blocks don't exist, but if you're, you know, struggling to think of ideas, like what's what is, can we help Josh uh, finish this book by giving him some some pages? I think that I, like I don't think creative block is not a thing, but mm. I think it's it's the state it's like the mental state that you put yourself in, and the best way to get yourself out of a creative like funk is to move your location you're in, talk to new people, uh, gather different avenues of inspiration. Whether that's like so, if you're always on Instagram, maybe don't go on Instagram. 
maybe go on YouTube. If you're always on YouTube, check Vimeo. There's like, what you need to do is, is the reason we can't be creative is we get so comfortable in a lane and we start to do things repetitively. But the second you step out of your lane and you start, you know, step out of your comfort zone, that's when new avenues of inspiration hit you and you can start to be creative again. Yeah, totally. Mm. I completely agree. Mason, you you always say that you're not creative, but I reckon you're extremely creative. I like, do you think that you've gotten more creative since you know doing this stuff? Because I think you're you're great at generating ideas and like just everything. The the process is a creative thing to do. Um, like creativity isn't just like art, you know. Mm. Thinking yeah, yeah. laterally, it's. I think it's yeah, everything. I think you're very creative. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's pr- it's probably because I, I thought about it in the way, like, you know, art and stuff. And so, like, mm. my brother Sam, like, he's he's quite, like, artistic. He did, like, drawing and, and he had to be creative with, like, that and architecture. And then you look at, like, e- even just, like, the, the opening you did for Scraping the Barrel, like, coming up with that link and making the connection with, you know, better days and, and then doing that. Like, I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have the creativity to do that. I would need like more prompts to make the connection or at least uh, something to help me along the way. But that that actually, to be honest, it's like... the way you're thinking or... Yeah, I think it's... we. I think we, we need to change the way we define how yeah. we create because mm. it's like creating something isn't about like a, a physical thing or anything yeah. tangible. It's like even a thought can be like... Even a thought process can be creative. Even like you know, cleaning your room and placing something in a new spot and stuff mm. like that, that, that is creativity. So like, mm. I think when we talk about being creative, it doesn't always have to be a, a tangible or like you said, George, like art, like, you know, yeah. Mace is, you're really good with tech. And, and I think when you work out problems that have to do with like, I don't know, certain wires that you need and certain equipment, that's, that's a creative process in mm. itself. So yeah. it's like the way we define creativity mm. uh, needs to change a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and it's like BMC and all the podcasts that we produce, like we have the best processes, like better than all the big names. Like, you know, the stuff that we do, the way that we're able to find snippets and, you know, create these little little bits, you know. Like, you created a process. You it's c- a like process. That, you yeah, created and, and a Mason process. has been, you know, he's been key in creating that process and it just makes everything so much easier. It's not like the the finished product isn't, it It would take weeks and weeks if we didn't have these processes in place. Exactly. Mm. And um, and like you said, Hayden, like the using the better days example, that didn't come, just I didn't think of that. It was like just browsing YouTube and think, oh, Hayden mm. likes Pete Murray. It'd be funny to do something <laughs> Pete Murray. And then finding that song and then like, oh, it kind of works. It's kind of funny. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's like it's placing, it's, getting inspiration yeah. from all sorts of places. It's also like placing, placing and not placing things in your way that, that get in the way of you creating. So mm-hmm. if you can find easier ways to do things and easier ways to create things, that enables you to be more creative and come up with new ideas. Cause the second you start putting roadblocks or, and this is why we get into creative blocks. Cause we tell ourselves we can't do something because of something else like what Josh was saying like you waiting for the perfect weather you waiting for the right person it's like all of these things are just things we tell ourselves so we don't create definitely Tommy talks about it a lot as well it's like you hear people that oh, I can't go out and film this thing until I've got you know, the GH5 or whatever it's mm. like 
Okay, well then buy it. If that's what you, if that's the thing that's mm. stopping you, buy it. Or is it really that? Or is it? Can you go and film it on your phone? Like, yeah, people are on YouTube if are making coin just from like mm. filming random shit on their phone. Mm. Like, well, look at TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is like I was very against TikTok at the start, but when I got onto it and I watched it and and really dived into it, the first of all, the amount of creativity that's packed into that app is is insane. But also all the things that people have learned and and taught themselves just to create content because they're like, oh, I can see someone else is dancing. I'm going to learn how to dance now. And it's yeah. like people are literally teaching themselves things that they wouldn't have rather, they wouldn't have done beforehand to create content for for everyone. So I think it's it's just a super interesting like especially that George is like when people especially like the filmmaker community, like everyone like especially when I was starting out, like I can't do this until I have this piece of gear and I can't do that until I have this. It's like, no, you're actually equipped now more than ever to, yeah. to create. And literally you can do it. You can do everything with just like mm. what's in your pocket. Mm. Everyone goes through it, but it, yeah, it's mm. the, the making more stuff, you know, I love that. Mm. But so during COVID you did a thing where you put up your camera for someone to, mm. to borrow. How did that go? Can you explain yeah. what, what that was? So my plan was is I'd kind of been, um, I've got a few cameras and one of them was just kind of sitting on the shelf. And I was like, it's not being used. If I sell it, I'm not going to get that much money for it. So how can I kind of pay it forward? So I put out a post on Instagram and I said, anyone who's an up and coming photographer, anyone who needs to help, like help supporting them, like a small business and needs photos, the camera is available to you for a month. And you get the full, like, I'll help you, teach you how to use it, all of that good stuff. So it was just a way of me going, I wanted to enable those people, the people who will sit there and go, I can't do this until I have that. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give you that for free. Mm. So prove to me that 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 was what you actually needed to get something done. Um, And I gave it to a friend of mine who runs a little podcast with, um, with her friend and it's been interesting talking to them and and like i think once they got the camera they realized that it actually wasn't a material thing that they needed it was it was that extra bit of um confidence to to start to make things for themselves yeah mm. that's it isn't it <laughs> it's like that's all it is and it's it's getting thrown into the deep end kind of just being yeah. like put it out and, and i was listening to pete shepherd's um show the other day about shipping and they basically said they're talking about the idea of like your once you ship something if you're standing on the dock uh and the ship leaves the dock it's gone and it's gonna kind of off to land somewhere else and yeah. land in someone else's hand or whatever mm. and it's kind of like freeing to think of that like i i feel that when you when you put something out into the world it's gone. That's like, that's well, it's it. no you longer yours anymore. Detach yourself. Yeah. It's no longer yours. It's like what we do with when, when a film gets released or when, when a piece of art gets shown for the first time, that, that piece of you and what you've put into it, it's no longer yours anymore. Mm. It's become the audience who you've made it for. And that's a big thing that musicians struggle with because when they're trying to make music for themselves and they're trying to make music for their fans, what yeah. happens is, is either one, when they put it out, People are like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. It's like, yeah, because it's like, 
it's theirs now. It's theirs to like or not like. Um, and and musicians like and all artists kind of struggle with that. It's like having feedback that isn't what you thought of your own work and what you thought of yourself is is a very hard thing to take on as a creative because so much of you is put into that work. Yeah. Have you seen the um? There's a there's a show on Netflix called uh, Song Exploder. No, so I it's, it's that from yet. a podcast. I think it started as a podcast. You'd love mm. it. It's like there's a few songs on there. I think it's four episodes. So yep. each episode is a song mm. and, um, and they go through like the making of it, yeah. the meaning of it kind of. And there was the REM song. Um, Everybody oh. Hurts? Nah, nah, nah. Um, the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of it at the moment. REM. Let me quickly look it up. Um, well, I mean, did, did you, you like on the... Like waiting for the gear and needing that mm. to be the thing that gets you starting. How, how, how do you sort of go about like measuring your value or knowing your worth? Because it's like, without that gear, you're nothing, right? Like you don't, you think of yourself as nothing, and as soon as you get yeah. that camera, you're just like, well, I can start charging X amount now because I've got the gear. Well, there, there's two sides to that. Is because like there's a lot of people in this industry who maybe have the money and they buy stuff and then they just go, okay, this is what I'm worth now. But they haven't earned, they haven't earned the time with that equipment. Like equipment, yes, can get you paid. And I'm not, I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for some of my equipment that I own and, and, the, and it's investing in myself and equipping myself the best way I can to do the best job that I can. But when you spend money on equipment that you know that you don't need but you want, that's when it, that's when it diminishes... Uh, your creative integrity and you start to not like mm. you, uh, that's when I don't think that like you can see it straight away when someone goes oh I'm going to charge $900 a day because I own a red camera and it's like yeah, well yeah, yeah. can I see some of your work can I see stuff that you shot on that it's like I don't give a fuck that you own a red camera you'd rather could- hire someone with a old Canon you know that's a good shooter yeah who's been in the business for so long exactly but also you go with the red but also if you own a camera that I know that like, for instance, like the C200, for instance, when I was looking at buying cameras, I was going to buy a red and I was looking at all these cameras that were like super fucking cinematic. But what it came down to at the end of it was like, what do I actually need to yeah. get my job done? What is it that I need to be able to please the clients that I have and, and, and move forward and advance? Instead of getting a toy, basically, which is, that's what it is for most people. Like, if you want to use something like that, you just rent it job to job. So, I was having this discussion with, I was actually having this discussion with Campbell and talking about the next steps that he was going to make in his career as, as a filmmaker. And I said to him, I go, don't get the equipment you want, get the equipment you need to equip yourself to do the work that you want to do. Yeah. So... And it's and and it's a it's a hard thing that you struggle with, especially when you're early on in your career, because you sit there and you go, oh, everyone with these cameras is doing the coolest stuff, and it's like, yeah, but you didn't see everything that they owned and did before that. It's like a lot of these people have taken time and and spent a lot of money to get to where they are. Some people cheat. Some people just go out and buy it, and and you can see that straight away. You can see straight through that work. So it really comes down to what you need and what you need to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Losing My Religion was the song. (laughs) 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 But it was the idea of like, they they wrote this song, weird song, definitely, you know, 
it shouldn't have been the, the number it, the first song to come on the album because yeah. it started with like a mandolin there's like there's a rock and roll band mm. didn't really have a chorus it just kind of you know had a few verses that were similar and then once it was out there like every different country or area took the meaning differently mm. and so they're playing it in the UK and the people are going nuts but they it's actually not what the the writer thought it was about and mm. even the, the other band members they didn't even really know what it was, what it was about they're like yeah i've got got a feeling but i'm not gonna ask him <laughs> it's, it's like, like um it was like jackson pollock when he he had that white i think it was like a white canvas and then it had like a single red dot and for like a year people were like oh the dot represents him and and the world and then jackson pollock walked up to the painting and goes oh no that's that's a scratch <laughs> and then just, <laughs> just kind of like was like oh that was by accident i'm in a giant studio with lots of paint and it's a giant white canvas like it was a mistake but this whole time people are sitting there going like and this isn't art is a very interesting um like interesting area because it's very classist it's mm-hmm. like the way that we look at art is like, oh, if you don't understand it, you're not worthy of it. And it's like, so there's there's a whole class system built around stuff like that and people who who equate feelings to, to art and don't really have to explain themselves and yeah. then we just take it as gospel. So. <laughs> yeah. so just on like what you're worth and stuff, Jess, how do you, what's some language that uh, young freelancers can can use when they're selling in their their quotes to um to to clients because i haven't changed my rate for like five years because i hate charging (laughs) (laughs) you know charging people is like the worst part of the job i reckon yeah it's so annoying and it's in quoting yeah well it's like it's an agency thing right like it's if you if you think about the the impression or the the vibe that you're giving off coming from like an agency can charge so mm. much more than a single freelancer, right? Cause you've got all this stuff to back it up. Yeah. What, what do you do when you're just like this one person and you don't really have this whole thing to show for it? Yeah. I think, um, Hados, I don't know about you, but when I was doing my freelance rates, I got my average day rate plus you add a bit, because you need to account for public holidays and not having um, holiday pay and sick leave and that kind of stuff. So you need to kind of front load um, a lot of that when you're you're quoting for freelance. But um, I think it's about knowing your worth and I think it's Mm. about knowing what your absolute minimum would be and then then charging accordingly. I think we had this discussion, Jess. Yeah, we did. When you went freelance, it was like, it, it, it is a really hard thing to sit there and go, what am I worth? And is what I think I'm worth what everyone else thinks I'm worth? Mm. Because you're going to find that out very it's, quickly. It's so surprising all the time because sometimes you're like, geez, this this is a big step up. I'm feeling a little bit weird about yeah. sending this off. And then they just go, yeah, cool. So yeah. 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 Really? Is that is that what I should be doing? <laughs> <laughs> or then other times it's like, I don't know. They're like, eh, do you reckon you can sharpen the pencil a bit on that and then you go oh that's annoying well so I that's think, the key i yeah. think gb is that i think you if you know your worth and then they can't afford you then it's like do you really want to work with someone who's going to exactly um, True. cut exactly. you down a little bit and it's like there's nothing wrong with going like uh, uh, it's like it's like a classic sales technique it's like when you st- you price something at a hundred dollars and then you put it on sale for 60 
and then everyone's buying it for 60 it's like yeah, yeah. but it's like it was 100 bucks anyway yeah it's like we're just like kind of tricking you into spending yeah. what we like originally thought it was going to sell for so like when a client comes back to you and goes hey i don't really have the budget it's like that's that's fine it's like you you make that call it's like can i can i do the amount of work they're asking me to do for the price that they want and is it going to be worth my time? Because every time they chip away from your your rate, you need to start thinking, okay, if I'm spending more time and getting paid less, what do I get out of this? Like, yeah. And this mm. is where like doing free work is like a big thing for everyone. It's like, I don't do work for free. It's like, you should do work for free. We should only do work for free that benefits you. Yeah. And, 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 there's a, and totally. the outcome of that project has something in it for you as well. Yeah. I think GB as well. I know we're not talking about your career specifically, but that's no, okay. I'm interested. I, I think <laughs> vid and Hados as well. I think video work, like cinematography stuff, is so tangible mm. that you can you can actually see what you're paying for. I think yeah. I've always found it difficult with any freelance job that I've ever done because it's like my job never ends. Like I could keep going, and it's mm. like I I can also put in a lot of effort and have seen no results for PR because you're never guaranteed a result. Yeah. Whereas videography, editing, um, I, I, so like true. events management, mm-hmm. it's like you kind of do, you do your job and you can see the results yeah. and you've paid for that. Whereas like some industries are a little bit like, if you're consulting, for example, it's like, it's so subjective. Though. Worth that? mm. That's the other thing. It's so subjective with our work. It's like we can, uh, you know, you're only, you're only as good as your last project. And it's yeah. like, so if that's what you're quoting off, it's hard to be like, especially when you start to move up. It's like, GB, you you know this. It's like when you send off that like $5,000 quote because you like know it's a lot of work and you know you're going to kill this one, but you've never charged that much before. Yeah. You're like, this is the next step for me. And it's like, if I get this accepted, that's when like, that's when a, that's when a confidence thing kind of kicks yeah. in. in your well, life. it's the only way to improve. You hear yeah. Seth Godin talking about this. It's like, yeah. You can't do more work because there's not enough hours in the day. You can't just keep getting, you know, just mm. packing your day full of stuff. You need to have less clients, but better clients. Like you need to just yeah. have really high, well-paid, well-paying clients that mm. expect a lot out of you. Because otherwise, how are you going to improve if you just keep doing like this, these staying yeah. on this level with these kind of shitty clients? We also, I don't know why, but like for some reason, especially in our industry, we're so afraid of hurting f- clients feelings yes with with it's quotes bizarre. it's like these people don't give a fuck about us they want to they want us for as cheap as they could possibly get yet we're like oh but like you know it's like yeah. this is how much i it's like you know what this is how much i cost you don't like it fuck off like yeah. that's and it's like that companies who respect that and respect you going this is how much i cost and then if they go can we do a little bit less you're like just so you know that's what i cost i'll do it for this time this amount this time but never again. It's like yeah. you just need to be so upfront with clients and that's the, that's the hardest thing to do when you move into that freelance world because you're so afraid of hurting their feelings and their yeah. bank accounts. Like, fuck, you're doing work for them. Like, That's a good point. Yeah. The other thing is like if, you're, if you've had a client for so long, like say you've had a client for like four years, how do mm. you up your rate? Because you know that when four years ago, you were pretty shit. How do you go? You discuss that with them. By you the way, with I've actually gotten a fair bit better and I've got better gear. <laughs> I don't well, think yeah, it's you, that. I think it's, yeah, yeah it's also um, the Inflation. time that we're living in. Yeah, it's also like um, cost of living and that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just a, hey, I've actually reviewed my prices for this year, uh, for the financial year 
year 21, whatever it is, um, this is my, my new rates. Just thought I'd pass yeah. it on and kind That's of maybe good. do it ahead of time. A good little trick to like get a little bit more money is like what I've started to do because I've moved more into directing and I'm and I'm working with, with teams now and crews. What I will do is, is I don't sell in myself. I sell in me and others people. So if I was coming in to mm. pitch to you to to UGB I would be like I've got Jess on as a producer I've got Mason as my tech like these are the people I come with so you're not just paying for me you're paying for a group of super fucking talented people and it's how you sell yourself and it's how you sell the people that you're coming with and I've had to do that so many times and and it is hard sometimes when clients are like oh but why can't you just do it yourself and I was like okay well if you pay me the price of doing video and audio I can do both, but I can only do both halfway. Yeah. yeah. If you pay me my amount and you pay an audio guy, we can both focus on what we need to do and we can get you the best quality product. So that's what happens when I think a lot of people, un- like they underestimate themselves and they go, oh, I've got to kind of do everything. So therefore I'm not as like, I'm not going to be at the top of my game with everything. So I should charge less. And it's yeah. like, that's not how it works. You need to charge uh, the amount that you should be charging so next time you can go okay maybe I can sacrifice a little bit of money now to have that next person on board mm-hmm. yeah. that's great advice alright Hayden Dib, thank you so much for <laughs> joining us today <laughs> thank just you bringing the energy back up because it was nah, a bit I love it alright yeah thank we you love- <laughs> uh, everyone get on the beers it's Wednesday we get are open try and book in for the for the pub over the next few weeks and uh, get a pump haircut. Or a beer or oh, a haircut yeah. good haircuts when's the daily talk show drinks happening yeah that'll Friday be night drinks in person mm. oh, that's a great idea Mason's birthday actually is coming up oh go. yes we didn't even talk about it Mason your birthday is How on beautiful Sunday, boy episode 900 boy. we'll do a big uh, <laughs> we'll do a big recap next week Hayden Dib on Instagram yes that's it and hump day replay on Instagram as well Grace uh, dot Paris on Instagram <laughs> Grace underscore Paris. Grace. That's oh, right. So <laughs> oh, damn it, GB. Jessica <laughs> Lucas underscore. Underscore. Jess has got two underscores. Really? That's yep. annoying. Is it just so Jess annoying because I used to have Jess Jessica, just Jessica. It's Jessica. actually Jessica. Oh. You used to have it? Yeah. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah. So, um, oh, sorry, we don't have time. See <laughs> you guys next week. <laughs> I just have my big energy, but that's okay. <laughs> I always no, do us. this, right? No, tell us. No, no okay. what happened? So I was doing a uni assignment. And I was like, this is before I knew how to use um, like Photoshop and things like that. And I was like, oh, I'll just quickly change my name, take a screenshot, upload the photo that I need, and then I'll change it back. As soon as I did it, oh. uh, I went to change it back and it was gone. Really? Because oh. now when you change your name, it says you can have it, we'll hold it for 14 days. Yep. Oh, really? Does it say that? I didn't know yeah. I said that. Well, it says in most cases you can get it back, so I don't know if that's what that means. In most hey, cases. in the nose. GB knows this getting shit. me my name back? <laughs> oh, I don't think you're getting that back. No. No. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next week, guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs>